0: about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership insight and advice. Welcome to season two of She Leads podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Obina Morton. Obina Morton is a copywriter, content creator, and journalist. She works with businesses to develop their unique voice through turns of phrase. She's worked with the Technology Association of Georgia, Global Atlanta, and Startup Atlanta, and has been featured on business.com and Women on Business. Without further ado... Leadership Empowerment with Obina Morton. All right. So, Obina, I read your bio and I love that you have taken the charge to be an interpreter for entrepreneurs and businesses. Being able to effectively communicate what makes a person or business unique is indeed a gift. So, kudos to you. Oh, thank you. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Okay. So Albina, I'd like to thank you for taking time to be a guest on She Leads podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. So now let's talk about leadership. I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Would you agree, Albina?
1: Yeah, definitely. I guess everybody has at least one thing where they are leaders, where they take charge, basically, and can just have a real strength in um, at least one or many areas. I do feel that for sure.
0: Okay. All right. So can you tell us when you realized you were a leader and what or who helped you to come to this realization?
1: Um, sure. So, you know, this is a really a good question because what is helping me to see this are um, experiences like this, like podcast interviews. And um, being able to share your story and uh, what you do with other people with the world. So um, this is my this be like my third podcast interview, and then I to talk about uh, my background and some of the ways that speaking with the hosts and the interviewers. I think that like strengthens my resolve to keep going forward. So um, I would say that actually it's kind of like a process that I'm still growing into, and it's experiences like uh, like this and others that are showing me um, my sh- my own strength to be a leader.
0: Awesome. So behind that, I heard like stepping out of your comfort zone and challenging yourself to do new things are part of your leadership journey.
1: Absolutely, yes. So that's exactly it. So I guess starting a business, for example, even as I say it, it's a little frightening and scary because you don't always know the outcome of things, um, particularly when yeah, you you just don't know. Technically speaking, you know, quote unquote, if you will fail or succeed, but you always you always make an effort to think positively. So yeah, I think that's one of the things. Again, and talking talking with you and getting feedback and even just having these questions asked, it just makes it all the more real. You know, you're pursuing you're pursuing something and really going after it.
0: Okay, all right, thanks for that. Okay, so in my upcoming book the code of leadership, the if-then process. I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. Obina, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why?
1: Okay, sure. So um, I have a couple of things and this is like a really, really great question because it forces you to look at you know what you believe in. And one of the things that um, I've learned is to... Uh, be open to growing into the process and growing into your your leadership skills so that's the first thing. and um, the second thing that is part of, something I think is part of it and helps me a lot is um, I keep a manifesto where I write down a list of uh, my goals and what I'd like to accomplish, and I go through them one by one and I uh, just like hold on to the image of it and visualize what that will feel like and be like once I, uh, once I accomplish this goal. And yeah, I think that's pretty powerful also to write things down and uh, just to have it as a constant reminder of what you're, you're moving towards. I think together, those two things would be um, for me to think that are a powerful, powerful complements of each other for Code of Leadership.
0: Yes, I like that. And I like the envisioning what you want. You know, we always come up with these grandiose ideas, but if you can't see it, how can you actually create it? So that's awesome. Thank you. Okay. All right. So I believe all leaders experience failure. I myself, I don't like to consider it failures. I like to consider them more lessons, take an optimistic view. Mm-hmm. But Obina, can you share your view on failure and what it means to you?
1: Sure. Okay. So yeah, I that word just scares me so badly because... <laughs> You know, you <laughs> you don't want to fail. You know, that just means on some level you, you know, you you suck at life a little bit. Do what it feels like. But I think that, yeah, failure more than anything is a lesson. And I think the good thing about failure is that on the flip side of not doing something, that means you're, you don't even have the chance to fail or succeed. But um, when you do try something, the fact that there is feedback, <laughs> and even if it's Feedback. Um, that means that you have the opportunity to pivot, and make a change, figure out where your strengths lie, and then then make improvements along the way. So I think that it's one of those necessary things that you have to be open to receiving and be unafraid to fall, so that you can um, figure out how to stand stand more uh, stand with more strength and with your feet more firmly on the ground. If that makes any sense. And I think that's what, you know, the times where I have not done as well or failed outright, you know, has helped me, are helping me, have helped me to do.
0: Okay. I like that. Yes. And it, the failure does allow you to stand more firmly in your position or your circumstance once you know what works and what doesn't work. To then yes. try, try again. Right. Thanks for that. Okay. So, Albina, can you share a time you felt as a leader and what you learned from that experience that helped you to become a better leader?
1: So, absolutely. So, basically, I'll just just start really quickly and just get to the point. But basically, when I started Turns of Phrase, which is like a a freelance writing business is what I call it, I just based that on some of the experiences with writing that had gone well, so like articles or blogging or editing or copywriting. And so um, with these things, I like took it to the start to build a portfolio, just asking around anybody who would be open to me for like, interviewing them or doing any type of writing exercises, assignments, even if it's just making like a mock press release of a tutoring center where I've been working. And so um, one of the types of writing that I'd come across which i didn't didn't know so well and so i won't call it completely a failure but i will call it like kind of new territory excuse me new territory and the unknown when i first started and that was journalism and so i like contacted a couple of one news organization and then another organization that had a a magazine who had been like my first contract to work with um in editing their magazine uh, like a tech organization and uh, so I had to learn, and actually am still learning, a lot about, about this type of writing, journalism writing, and like, I took a, an article writing course. And then I'm also like, looking online just for other, other courses to take to strengthen my skills in this area. And, and so that's one of the things that I um, am just assiduously just taking in whatever I can with this. And it's been going well. Um, I had written an article for uh, Global Atlanta, who I do freelance articles with from time to time, and then also um, Technology Association of Georgia Hub Magazine. We also um, just had like my second article published with them, and you know, no, no real edits or anything. And so I'm like, okay, so this, you know, making the effort to be proactive and just learn things that you don't know as well starting to pay
0: off for me so and that would be an example awesome thank you for that I do agree we don't know what we don't know right and in order to be exposed to that you have to put yourself out there and try things which can seem like a failure but in turn turns into an opportunity to learn and grow and expand yourself so thanks for that
1: absolutely absolutely
0: Okay. So, Obina, do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem, and why?
1: Okay. So, this is a good question, too, because I really I really have trouble with questions like these because, because um, it's kind of like you're forced to look at yourself as more than just an individual and, you know, part of a group. And then, like, when groups have been historically and especially that could be a personal color and a black. It's just a lot that goes into questions like these. And so I would say that if I want to take just a fair and educated guess, I mean, probably, maybe on some level, yes. And for me, though, I, I just really hope that I'm protected in my entrepreneurial journey because this is one of my fears, you know, being a woman and being black. or being a woman of color in general and then statistics that exist out in the world and um, these things are are pretty frightening Uh, let me see how how i can also answer this but then i feel also that in my in the area that i am in which is writing it's a pretty to my knowledge a pretty gender neutral area and i feel that i'm a little bit I'll explain another thing in just a moment, just I feel like I'm a little bit on the safer side. And even though I do some tech writing, I do tech writing and I think tech is pretty amazing, which is why I do learn some of the disparaging statistics, particularly for women, minorities, women of color. Yeah, I know that it is more difficult. And also I've had a couple of times guys try to make like a pass at me and I know that this does happen you know, on the other side to men, but I'm sure it happens at a disproportionately higher level to women where you have to stand up for yourself and just, you know, uh, cut things off at that point. So what I do say, what I really, really do hope is that like being in Atlanta also, which is statistically um, a lot better for, I, I call myself like a black girl entrepreneur. I really hope I have a safe space and the universe, you know, sends me the people where I can just stay protected and I'll continue to focus on building and growing and to keep my outlook positive. So, I guess that's how I can answer this question with all of the, the fears and hopes that I have and everything who I am, basically, as a woman of color entrepreneur.
0: Okay. Thanks for that. I heard a few things. You do feel that it can be harder, but in your particular field, it's not really because it's gender neutral. So that's good. And then, but you, you have the hopes that it doesn't have to be so that that's awesome. And I hope that it doesn't have to be, you know, as tides change and things change in the world. So thanks for that. Okay. All right. So productivity is a hot topic right now as it should be. Many people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Obina, do you have any productivity tips to share with our listeners?
1: Sure. So I have one that I have started doing and would like to do more because I I really do think this is a, a good tip that I learned. And I'm sure that a lot of people like subscribe to newsletters or people that they Admire like entrepreneurs they admire, like people in their fields they admire, and this one I learned from is an article in Entrepreneur magazines and also I heard this from Marie Forleo, entrepreneur Marie Forleo, and it's to block out time on your calendar to get things done. Um, so if you block out, have a list of items. Not just writing that list, but actually saying that you're going to do this from, from such a time to such a time. So from like 9 to 10 or 8 to 9 or something like that. And so I think or the, time, the times I have done it, so I, I actually need to do this more consistently. So when I have done it, it actually has forced me to really just focus specifically on that time period to get things done. And I actually think this is like a really powerful way to accomplish things. And so that would be like the one one productivity tip that I actually really believe in.
0: Okay, thank you. Yes, time blocking is a good productivity tip. So thanks for that. Okay, so Obina, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and tell us about the outcome or the takeaway that you learned?
1: So basically after a couple of years, I've basically done a good amount of work with different people. And I've taken taken all of the different projects that I've had, whether they've been small or a little bit larger, and I've, I've realized a couple of things. First, that I can grow, I need to grow. So I went from just doing one-off things to creating packages and working with people on long-term projects. And so just recently, I started like uh, working with people with, with contracts, and I call it like a letter of agreement, and then working with another person. So that's like one stage of growth that I didn't have two years ago. And that's because I I guess I took charge and figured out, you know, the next phase that I wanted to go to. Um, And the second thing is that you also learn how to just really stand up for yourself and decide, yeah, I would like to do this. I would like to work with this person or this seems like a good fit for a project versus this project doesn't seem like a a good fit. And so now I'm in the state where I am a lot clearer with things that will work and won't work. And I'm also deciding, okay, well, am I gonna have to tell this person that this isn't going to be very, you know, we're not it's not gonna work anymore or and just figuring out how to do that in a tactful way. But knowing that you have every right to do that and that there's nothing really personal about it. It's just um, you growing to the next phase and it's something that is actually um,
0: and that I'm actually I'm pretty proud of. Nice. So I heard just um, basically growing and learning as you go and expanding yourself is what has blessed your leadership thus far. Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah, def- most definitely. Most definitely.
0: Awesome. Okay. So Obina, can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and tell us how you've implemented it into your life?
1: Yes. So, I will share advice from um, a person that I really, just really admire, and I can't really say who because I have I signed a non-disclosure agreement with them, but um, but this person uh, told me that I, uh, gave me some advice as I'm, I'm working with them, and they will say that like, I should should not be, should be less sensitive, I should to learn to take criticism, to speak up for myself, and all of these things, and it wasn't that long ago when this person said this, but all of these things I'm like I'm constantly implementing. And like, as I said, I'm speaking up and deciding, you know, to speak up when something isn't working with somebody I'm working with and deciding when it's just not a good fit anymore. Taking criticism, that is, is just something to, that's like also similar to accepting failure and knowing um, what to take from that to improve. And then... Um, being sensitive, yeah, that's actually something that I just have to constantly work on. As I, I just have to say, I am kind of a sensitive soul, you know, but um, that is, it's really nice to see people who have, I would say like a, a real resolve and a real, a real strength around them because then it's just, it helps to have somebody that you can look to to emulate parts of your care, characteristics off of that makes any sense.
0: No, it does. Thanks for that. Yes. I definitely agree. Learning to make tough decisions as well as have difficult conversations and then, yes, not to take everything personally or be so sensitive is definitely something that you need as a leader. So thanks for that. Okay. So you made it to the finish line. How do you feel?
1: Uh, I feel great. I feel great to, to be speaking with you and to have been able to answer these questions and share some of, I guess, share some of my journey. So, so yeah.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So I want to thank you again for being my guest on She Leads podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, and ventures that they would benefit from knowing about?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. So I'll share my contact information. Uh, my email address is, it is my first name and it's Vina, B as in boy, I as in ice, N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy, A as in apple, at turnsofphrase.com. And that's like the expression t u r n s o f p h r a s ecom And um, let's see, like my social media handles, my Twitter account is turns of phrase underscore. Facebook is just turns of phrase, the business name. And um, Instagram is the same as Twitter, turns of phrase underscore. And um, just basically, I, I have different packages, like uh, different content packages, a couple of content packages, a social media package, and a PR package. And my website is turnsaphrase.com. And yeah, so please uh, get in touch with me if you need uh, copywriting, writing, content writing, article writing needs. And I would really love to, love to see you know, what your voice is and work with you and get your message out to the world.
0: I really enjoyed this interview with Obina. I love Abina's humility in her quest to be an entrepreneur. Obina knows she is not where she wants to be, but she does not let this deter her from her pursuit of greatness. When we want to achieve greatness, we must take the necessary steps to achieve our goal. Obina is illustrating this in her continuing education efforts to hone her craft and in taking the advice and feedback she receives from the leaders in her life. Successful leaders understand that they do not know it all and are always seeking to improve in life. I admire Obina's courage to conquer new territory and challenge herself beyond her comfort zone. We will never know what we are capable of if we do not venture out to see. Of course, venturing out into new territory can lead to failure. However, as Obina stated, failure helps us understand where our strengths are. When things don't go as planned, we have the opportunity to pivot and make the necessary changes to achieve the results we desire. According to Obina, we fall so we can stand stronger. I can relate to Obina's sensitivity as I also tend to be sensitive in certain circumstances. As with Obina, I am learning to be more positive and accepting towards criticism and take my feelings out of the equation. This can be hard at times, but has proven to also be very rewarding and empowering. It's easy to think your way is the best way. It takes strength to realize that there may be a better way and admit that your view could be jaded. Defensive behavior is a barrier to communication. Gary Chapman. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. Obina mentioned how she has grown as an entrepreneur by expanding her business mindset. She went from one-off projects to long-term commitments. My takeaway for this week is to think big as my goal is to make a big impact in the world. I will make it my business to figure out ways to expand my influence and spread my message to a larger audience. As Obina suggested, I will take the time to envision myself in the places I aim to go, as this is the starting point to getting where I intend. I refuse to sell myself short, and I encourage you to do the same. Growth is painful, change is painful, But nothing is as painful as staying stuck where you do not belong. N.R. Narayana Murthy.
1: Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week.
0: We want to hear from you. We would love to know your thoughts about leadership empowerment with Obina Morton. What did you learn? What did you agree with? What did you like? Or you can tell us what you did not like, what you do not agree with, or what you think should be changed. Go to Facebook at She Leads Podcast and let us know. Respondents will be entered into a random drawing for a Genius is Common t-shirt. Thanks, and until next time, be empowered and empower on.